Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Balls and Whistles, a sports podcast from Highland News and Media. I'm your host Will Clark and it's a special episode this week and not just because I'm on my own as my sidekick Andrew Henderson has selfishly decided to go on holiday. On Sunday, Invergordon celebrated having a new world champion, but not just any world champion, oh no, they also celebrated having the strongest man in the world. Tom Stoltman, a 27-year-old from the Rosher town, celebrated winning the title of World's Strongest Man on Sunday. He lifted the crown in Sacramento, California, when he became champion in the final event, as he lifted all five Atlas Stones to see off the challenge of four-time world champion Brian Shaw and win it for the first time in his career. The reaction to him becoming the world's strongest man was huge on our newspapers across the Highlands this week. And certainly, it was the biggest feedback we have had to any sport story we have done. So, in tribute to Tom, we have decided to dedicate this week's show to him. He was really good enough to speak to us after arriving back in Rosher at 1am on Wednesday morning. So, we are going to play our interview with him this week. Here is my interview with the strongest man in the world, Tom Stoltman. The reaction we've had to you becoming the world's strongest man has been unbelievable. Um, it's just uh, everybody wants to know about your story. What's the reaction you've had since, uh, well, since winning the title? Yeah, just like yourself, it's been nuts. Um, I've not really had time to kind of think about it yet. Um, you know, obviously, I won the title on Sunday, and since as soon as I kind of won it, it's been you know non-stop. Uh, I haven't been at the house. Interview my wife, and then yeah, it's just been buzzing, and everyone's just kind of got a massive buzz around them. And yeah, it's a, and for myself as well, it's a great feeling just to to really have that. But yeah, I'm not kind of, I'm still on cloud nine, I still not kind of take it all in yet. So, have you had like uh, people at your door wishing you congratulations since you got home? I mean, yeah, I mean, I was out of the gym doing an interview this morning and just people stopping when they're passing by and people cycling were stopping getting photos so yeah it's been it's been amazing have you have you been taken aback about the amount of pride from other people in what you've achieved in becoming the world's strongest man yeah you know i mean it's massive being uh, you know achieving the title but you don't really realize how big it is until you get back home and you know people keep talking about it and wanting to do this and that so yeah it's pretty emotional and kind of overwhelming so just uh, take me through the final um, because we, uh, I was watching it on the live streams and you yeah. got off to a great start uh, winning your first two events yeah, yeah I mean I uh, yeah, obviously, I went into the like second day with a set f- five and a half point lead. So, you know, I had done kind of better than I thought. You know, like, the first two events, I shouldn't have really won. I wasn't really known for winning them, and I kind of proved everyone wrong and won, won them. So, you know, I kind of I knew in my head that 
I was grinning with a comfortable lead, but you know, it was still was all to play for with Brian Shaw. He's experienced. He's a four-time champion, and uh, you know, one slip up from me, and it would have been kind of game over. But I mean, he came back on the log and deadlift, and then uh, what better way to kind of finish it off than on the Atlas stone? So. Yeah, I mean anyone who knows Brian Shaw knows what a, an amazing athlete he is. Um, you can you couldn't disregard him for a second, could you? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like you said, he's experienced. He's done. He's been there, done that time and time again. So. But um, going into the final stage of the event, when you, you still had the one point advantage, knowing it was your favourite event, that would be fair to say the Atlas Stones. Did you did you think you pretty much had it in the bag, knowing that uh, this was your event, the Atlas Stones? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, going into it, I was pretty confident on staff, but then yeah, it was really like. Just before I went out, I kind of started uh, to see myself, and then kind of was like, "Oh, what happens this? What happens that?" But then, as soon as looked at his stone run, he came straight into the room and started shouting at me and saying, "You know, you're the best in the world and stuff." So that got me pumped up. But then, as soon as I, the whistle went for the stone run, I knew I was going to have Brian Shaw. Um, like I've never ever kind of second guessed my. Road run had never stumbled because of the tacky and stuff, and I just knew that if I did the perfect run, that Brian Shaw wouldn't beat me, and I did the perfect run. So. Mm -hmm. I think you said in your winning interview, you you never second guess your Atlas Stones run. Yeah. You know exactly what you're gonna do before you started. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the biggest kind of problem with people is you know they'll go up to the stones and maybe uh, it might be hot and then they're tacky. They might start seeing they're tacky, not stick to the stones, or they might try and lift something a bit different because they've seen someone else do it. But I always kind of lift the same way with the stones. I have it in my head the way I do it as well, and that's how I've always been with the other stones. And uh, once you lifted the fifth stone and you knew you won, um, I saw you, you fell to your knees, just the realisation of what you've achieved. How many years have you been aiming for this? Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of said in 20, it was back in 2018 when myself and Luke became the first brothers to hit the the finals of World Strongest Man and I mean the video was going all around that I said that in 2021 I said give me three years and I'll be World Strongest Man and you know, I say it you know anyone can say it it's easy but then to actually go and do it it's a different story and to achieve it you know and to achieve what I've done in three years is is massive so yeah it's, it's incredible I mean tell me how you first got involved in Strongman just a, a, a brief summary of how you got into the sport yeah I mean yeah so again um, I was just all for football and that stuff like that and then um, with kind of my autism um, I started locking myself away again all my mates had left to go to Union College and um, kind of everyone was stopping playing football so I kind of just locked myself into my room and but then that was like 17 and then Luke kind of said to me, oh, just come, come to the gym with me and, you know, see see if that will change you and see how you feel coming to the gym. And obviously the first kind of year I was uncomfortable, but, you know, I was seeing changes in my body, getting more confident with myself and uh, then ended up just loving it. And, you know, just used Luke to kind of, Luke helped me and I kind of used him as a coach and a mentor to help me get through the gym and, you know, and it changed my life kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, drastically, you know, with kind of more confidence and uh, confidence in and out of the gym and stuff. So yeah, it was Luke that helped me massively get into the gym and kind of change my life. So. 
Speaking about Luke as well, he spoke uh, after you uh, won the world title uh, on, 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 on the stream. He said that he was the proudest person on planet Earth that you won the world title. How much did that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Luke always kind of said, you know, if, whoever, if one of us wins the title, it's going to be a win. It's going to be like we've won the uh, title, and I mean, I, I won it, and he said he's the proudest guy in the world, and yeah, you can see it. You know, he doesn't lie. He, he wears just emotions on his sleeve, and I mean, as soon as I did that winning stone run, he came over, telling me, you know, was a. Uh, just as soon as when I was lifting the trophy, was always crying. So yeah, it means just as much to Luke as it does to me. And you know, it's kind of a, it was a victory for both of us. So. All right, all right. And uh, you promised uh, your mum that you would become world's strongest man one day. How do you think that she will feel um, looking down on you just now? Yeah, I mean, again as well. I said in 2018 that uh, I promised my mum I'd win it in 2021. So you know, to kind of do that as well and keep that promise to my mum is. Uh, yeah, it's a mental feeling. Uh, you know, I, I had kind of all the pressure on myself because I kind of said vocally and I put it all over social media that I was going to win it and to do it and to have it pay off and to use her as kind of strength and a motivation was a very good feeling as well. So. Mm -hmm. Now, you're only 27, is that right? Yeah, yeah, 27. Yeah, you've got every chance of winning multiple world titles now. Do you have a specific target of how many World's Strongest Men titles you'd like to win, or are you content with one at the moment? <laughs> um, <laughs> winning one, I mean, like, you know, this is open, I'm going to lie, this has opened up, you know, massive doors for myself, um, my, like my wife and my family, so, you know, I'm, I love the sport, I'm going to keep competing, but, uh, I, you know, I want to kind of, I want to become the greatest in this sport, so, you know, I'd love to win four or five World Strongest Zen titles, but for now I'm very happy with one and just want to kind of let the, the one of uh, one sink in, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll look at the greats such as uh, Marius Pujanowski and uh, Magnus Bird Magnussen. Uh, they're the two names that come to my mind. You would like to be uh, uh, in that bracket, yeah? Is that the aim now? Yeah, 100%. You know, um, I, was speaking, I was speaking to Maggie and, I mean, uh, you know, he said he could be great, and coming from his mouth, it's an amazing kind of feeling. And yeah, I would love to just be in the same kind of uh, league as them. You know, so. mm -hmm. And you do a lot of great work um, at schools in the area as well, don't you? How much of an inspiration do you think your victory will be to young people, and maybe getting more people involved in strong men's sport? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I do a lot of work for the schools and kids with autism stuff, and it's. I mean, it's mental. I mean, um, like I said, I've only been home since 1 a.m. and uh, it's mad the amount of kind of kids that, like mums that have messaged me, schools that have kind of got in touch and stuff, and said it's going to change people's lives and stuff. So yeah, it's an amazing feeling that I can kind of be like kids can inspire, uh, get inspired from me, and you know, take up a new sport and stuff. Mm -hmm. Aye. 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 But uh, you just got to enjoy the moment of, of being the world's strongest man. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, th those three words, world's strongest man, it's not a bad title to have, is it? No, I mean, I think it's the best title you can, you can get, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to enjoy it, good man. Yeah, and what's, what, what's next for you after, after you've uh, had a well-deserved well rest? Yeah, I mean, I mean, in four weeks' time I've got a... Uh, 
another kind of historic event. Um, it's done at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Um, you know, that's a really kind of historic arena. But it's the first time World, you know, Strongman's going to be there. So again, there's going to be like 12 of the best athletes going down there. Um, so that's going to be my next one. You know, obviously, uh, um, in four weeks, I'm not going to go there 100%. I'm just going to go down there, meet some fans, you know, do the competition, have some fun. Um, you know, this year I've set out what I wanted to do, and that was to win like World Strongest Man. So anything else I do now is a bonus for myself. And um, you know, most of the events I'm going to be doing now is more for more for you know meeting the strongman fans and having some fun while I'm doing it. Okay. I'm not putting any pressure on myself. So. And you're a football fan as well. Who's your team? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a massive Glasgow Rangers fan. Yes. Are you looking for a lap of honour at Ibrox? Have they been in touch with you? Yeah, I mean that's what they said. They said since day one, they promised me that if I win the title, they would, uh, you know, sort me out and fair uh, play to them. You know, I've not even been home 24 hours, and I've had a lot of kind of contact from some coaches, some sports people, and stuff as well. So even with Ross County as well. So yeah, it's been cool just to have football teams and like some WWE people and stuff reach out to me. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I know you got uh, home at 1am, but I really appreciate uh, your time uh, this afternoon. Um, Like I said, the the reaction to your victory has just been off the hook. Um, It's it's one of the biggest reactions to a story we've ever had, so it means a lot lot to so many people. Um, So congratulations, Tom. Enjoy your success. And uh, we'll look forward to a successful defence in 12 months' time. eh? Yeah. Thank you very much, man. Cheers. You're a gentleman. Thank you. Well, that's it for another epic episode of Balls and Whistles. In the meantime, thanks everyone for listening. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week.